What's up, MB World? Welcome back to another episode of Achieve Balance. I am your co-host, the Gas Man, Marky B. With me, as always, my co-host on the West Coast, Eric Lindbergh. Hello, everybody. What's going on, Eric? And joining us tonight, former New Balance Assistant Product Manager, Gregory Vernick. What's going on, Greg? Thank you for joining yep. us. Marky, Eric, what's good? What's going on, brother? Before- for having me it's good to chat anytime i get to i can talk about sneakers man like talk about new balance or talk about talk about anything that's what's up. Um, so why don't you um just give a quick background about yourself and uh what you did at mb and just you know you, you yourself as a as an mb head in general oh yeah yeah man so like i i got like I've collected sneakers for like as long as I can remember and like always wanted like, you know, like you want always want like the dopest colors. And so like I got into NB probably around like 2012 is when I really started to get like big into collecting. And I was like, I was working at the, at the retail store on Boylston street there for a year. And like, that definitely like bolstered my collection. Like, you know, like I think anybody who's worked at a sneaker store knows like you get the discount all of a sudden it's, it's like, all of a sudden your closet, it's just like the possibilities that like weren't there. You're like, Holy crap. I can have like, so much more of a diverse set of like it was like it was it was sick and uh and then like through the years i always kind of like had the dream of like working in product right like you want to be like working sneaker product and so like went and worked at uh at the hq store a few years later and uh uh worked my way up and was able to to get get a land a role as an assistant product manager and it was you know, like I'm an, I'm a, I'm a collector. And so like all the stuff that I like, I'm, I'm like almost exclusively new balance, like my footwear, like you look around, like I'm not with the brand anymore. And so like, I spoke like one of the upsides to that has been like my footwear collection has just like, I have some like cooler shoes now that like, I just like wasn't interested in like really getting cause like my focus was all on new balance. Um, but anyway, so like my role was, was a, was a cool one. It was that, uh, so like I managed product that was like, not quite collaboration level, but not quite not collaboration level. So there was like regional collaboration. Um, so it's like collabs that are like specific to certain like locales. So like if there's a collab that's only going to be released to a certain count in Japan or like in South Korea or like Australia, um, or like some of them. So you can think of accounts there like this is, uh, there's like, this is never that there's as one like would be South Korea. Um, up there is one that would be in like Australia and then ones in Japan are like, um, Atmos. Sorry, my, uh, yeah, yeah. Atmos. Um, Oh God. X girl. Um, my brain, I can go get the shoes. I forget what they are right now. It'll come to me. There's, <laughs> no, it's there's a, was that uh, the 580? Did you work on that 580? That was, uh, Years ago, I think that was X Girl. Yeah, so there was an X Girl five. No, that's before my time. Although that the, I worked, I can like pretty confidently say that I worked with the designer at that five eighty. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so I mean, when it comes to things like that, I mean that's pretty obscure stuff. That's like the New Balance fans' dream. Like the stuff you don't necessarily get to hear was, about when you do. It's so exciting. It, it was like the most insane thing. <laughs> like I, I like. It was it was wild because like just like you said, like for years I had like like scrubbed the internet for like any like source of like 
like okay like what's the weirdest shoe or like what is that like you know, like you know you see like one picture of like a weird 580 or like a 575 with like a 576 tooling on it and you're like what the fuck is that and like and there's like nothing on it and you don't even know what it is you don't know what they even ask so you're just you're just like scrolling through like japanese sites and you're like okay oh, yep, there it is there it is all right how do i translate this like god it's yeah. like I mean, I mean, that's, and that's maybe a, a, even a less obscure, it's like models that people know, but then you could potentially work on like a Zante or like a laser, a fresh from laser. And people are like, nobody even knows those exist. Like when I've heard people say, it would be cool to see a list of all the collabs that anybody else has ever done. Maybe was a lot of those mainstream ones you could possibly um, put one together. But then you think of all these offshoots, like an ex-girl or North Hollywood, where it's like, it's, never going to happen you're never going to be able to compile it i imagine some of these brands don't even remember what they've thrown together much less the public to assemble them yeah i mean i probably don't even know half myself like i don't i don't think i know what x-girl is unless i see a picture of it i mean i know north hollywood is but x-girl it's yeah it's impossible to know them all you just can't i mean you can amazing with the x-girl one with like the blue cheetah or like something like that like the blue cheetah footbed, or the that was that sounds like the the UCLA fifteen hundred from uh, undefeated and lime. What is it? Uh, lime JC. Yeah, lime JC. Yeah, yeah. And there was another yeah. and Colette. It was a three way Colette. Yeah, there was a. <laughs> that sounds like that it was blue with the cheetah footbed. But I mean, it could have been I'm, another shoe just like that. Uh, I don't fucking know. I worked on both of those, but I hit on the West NYC 580s, which were dropping at the same time on Hanan. And I think everyone was distracted going for those two. And I hit on the West 580s. So those I was are the, that's the only 580 I have to this day right now is, is the West NYC, the Alpine. Uh, you talk talking about the Alpine Guides, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. That, uh, that shoe, it's just a beautiful shoe, man. Butter. I, have, I traded them to I, – I think I traded them for a – Another pair of 570, like, I was in love with the Berlin Wall 577s in blue for a while. Like, I, it, I, 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 I idolize those. It's, like, the, the perfect, like, colorway build, whatever, for a while. And I think I traded them for a second pair of those. Like, I was obsessed with 580s, man, for a while, and... Uh, the the, with the three pairs that I wore the most were the blue collar and the and the white collar from Burn Rubber, and then those uh, those those West NYCs that I still have. They're just they're completely, you know, they're dog shit now. But I I will never get rid of them. But they're beat to a pulp. They're such a good shoe, man. They really are. They're such a good shoe. West NYC. They've only they've had they've given them two goes and they've nailed it on both of them and both on non traditional models in a market in which that model is not established. They did it on the 580 and they did it on the 532. I don't know if you remember that 530 with like the neon. Oh, oh that yeah. fucking hot fire. Oh yeah. That one was, uh, it was a little too white for me. Like I know if I had a pair, I'd wreck it, but I admired it from afar. They did a great job with it. It's so crisp. It's so crisp. Oh, wait a minute, style. wait a minute, wait a minute. I do know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Mm. It's a tricky shoe to get right too. There's a lot going on with it. That oh, was, was a, 
time for women, that was like the best option for, I think, what, 2012 or so, whatever time yeah. frame. Was. They were killing it with 580s and 530s for women. That was like, that was that's their a, only yeah. option. Ah, that's right. Those two, and it was like 1600s and 999s at the time. Because that's right when yeah. I was like getting into shit too. The women 1600 right. really took off though in the States. I don't, I don't no. think it took off either though. But that it's the same yeah. thing like you just said, me me being a nerd and looking at stuff and I just happened to stumble upon that model and I was just like, ooh, like this is yeah. you know amazing. Dude, those rabbit holes, man. That was those were like yeah. the greatest in the world. Those are you like you like you just like stumble on it and you're like, wait, what? And like I, I can tell you now, I worked on the other side, like those things exist. Like there there's like weird shit, man. Like stuff happens. <laughs> When uh, when you're in, you know, when you're in the mix, when you're there, you probably saw some stuff that just didn't make it to market. Did you? Were there ever pairs you like fought passionately or weren't even in a position to fight to get made that happened and didn't happen? I mean, how much of a say could you have in something like that? Uh, so like, if you were to go, if you were to get take the number zero and mm -hmm. and like. <laughs> Like a very thin slice, just above zero. Okay. Like on a very good day, that was how much say I had. Okay. <laughs> so a lot. Oh man, but like you know what? To my credit, I did my best, man. I did try to fight. I was, I definitely didn't try. I, like early on, I think I tried to like. I, I was just like, I think I let my. I would be like so bummed that like, oh my god, this account in like Brazil, right? Like, the the account manager wants to do it and like i've loved i've like loved their projects and they're so dope and th and then like it's like no we can't do that we can't like for whatever reason we can't do that and, and i was just like oh okay now when that when it when it does have, when it does get scrapped are these yeah. pairs that never came out still in your house somewhere so that so that particular one no but yeah there's a lot a lot of them okay. especially dirt like, so like during COVID, so like I was a product manager during COVID. So like when you're a product manager, you get like a lot of samples, right? And usually, usually you get your samples on like a pretty standardized time frame. So you're like, there's going to be like a certain point in time, like a week or something where you're going to get, there's going to be a giant shipment from the factories coming in and all those samples are going to arrive. And then like you as your product manager, you go in and you like go through the line that you've developed. Now, like in my role, my role was kind of like a little bit like it was product manager on some some of the projects or it was project manager. Like there's like instead of like a line, it was like each individual project. So like I would get samples on like a rolling basis. So like I was at home with COVID and I was just getting samples shipped to me directly from the factory. And I was probably getting like, I don't know, like a pair on average, like a pair a day, maybe a couple oh. of pairs a day. Like, and, and like, there were, then there were times too, where like, okay, like an account wants to do something on like a, a newer model. Okay. Like it's going to be wear tested. And like, uh, you know, like obviously me, I'm going to be like, yo, yo, I, I yep. I want to wear tested. Like send me the wear test samples. Like there's more, send them to me, send them to me. Come on. I want more. I want more. And like, I didn't like fully grasp that. Like, cause in my head, I'm just like, yeah, I want more because like, I know people that like, like dope sneakers and I'm just going to give it to them. And then I'm like, oh, man, these things don't hit for like fucking 14 months or like 12 months or 16 months. 
And then like, because of COVID, everything just kept getting pushed out and out and out and out and out and out and out. And it was like, oh God, I have so many sneakers. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> I mean, I can, help, I can help you out with that, Greg, yeah. if you need any help. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take you guys on. I can, I'll get you guys some shoes. If, if you're a nine and a half, that's sample size. I, I, luckily enough, I am. Dude, bro, I'm going to hook you the fuck up. I have so many shoes. I had a few other buddies who come by. Like, just they've started to hit. And, like, I like there's still a lot. Like, so, like, a lot of the, like, regional collabs, they're just, like, best I know, they're, like, shoes are, like, stuck on a boat somewhere. Right. That's mm. what I was told way back. When did we talk about that, Eric? Like, before Christmas time, yeah. I was told, like, oh, it's about to be a massive drought because of everything going on in Vietnam. This thing, yeah the thing i mean and that's not that's just not that's not just me that's you know every brand across the board was going to be hit by uh by yeah the, you were whoever told you told you right yeah I mean, I mean like that's that's what it was so like in terms of like product managers at new balance my timeline was on the closer end to the market than the traditional product manager so like traditional timelines anyone like probably closer to like 18 months so mine was like certainly towards the end they were coming like inside of a year so like any but like anywhere from like eight months to 14 months so like i'm a little work a little bit closer to market and so like it just means that like i see the backups at the factory level so like everything is like it's like dominoes right you gotta like line up the dominoes every project is like okay line this up so it falls and then this can go and then this can go and it's like when you see one of the dominoes like right there is fucked up but like six more have to fall before it get to it but like you know that one's fucked up and it can't get fixed by the time that one's fallen so it doesn't fuck like like but like you can't you can't like they you know that's that's kind of what it is you know what i mean and so it's it's just you, you kind of have to just deal with it and you, and you know and i'm i'm sure they're still working through it there's there's a lot of like a lot of really fucking smart people just kind of like trying to figure out the logistics but there's just like there's so many industries and there's just so much fucking product out there that's just like it'll get there i, I mean i hope if not like fuck it i'll go digging on some crates oh, it yeah. sounds like so when you're in that product development i mean there's so many i imagine parts to it and i imagine it's broken down into parts that you guys know that we wouldn't know however they're they're done the different phases oh um, yeah yeah go ahead Sorry. how far could you get into a development phase um where it was like the point and overturn versus like you know even this far even like a week before release day it's all made something could get canceled like how far into it could it get before it's just like all right this is done this is set it's definitely dropping <laughs> oh, wow that's a tough one uh it can get, it can get pretty close you know, like, there's so, like, one of the things that really surprised me, and, and I think at first tempered my, like, love of sneaker culture and for sneaker culture, and as I have, like, continued, because, like, I worked in the role for a while, and, and like, can, I've, I've started to, like, see it more as an asset now, but it's, like, there are like a lot of variables at play to like make a pair of sneakers and like get it from like an idea and a concept to actually on a shelf. 
And like, that's just if you're doing it like one brand internally, just like New Balance, right? So like, there's like so, so many steps in the process that, that it's like, and, and like, so you, me especially in my role, I was in a role where I had to shepherd product through the same process that everyone else was doing, but I had to do it faster. And so like, because there's like so many steps, there's like, I actually had to like literally go in and like manually do like a lot of the steps. And, you know, like I, I mockingly do it as like a switchboard, but like, you know, like from like a systems and process perspective, that's essentially what it was. You know what I mean? It was like take A and put it over here to B so that like it can go just a little bit faster because A doesn't usually get picked up uh, on a weekly basis. A usually gets picked up, you know, every fourth Tuesday. But like Korea needs these shoes or like, you know what I mean? Like the price list in overseas doesn't line up with it getting picked up here. So it needs, it's, there's like, there's like so many different variables that go into it that like my focus on like launch end launch dates, like where it, where the product interfaces like with the market and when like it actually gets to be seen and worn. I think, I think like now in realization, maybe I've kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it back at you and say that like, I'm not sure there is a time until the product is on the shelf that, that the, that the product can't be scrapped. Gotcha. What would, uh, what were the most common things that would delay or, or scrap a product altogether? Um, like what kind of obstacles would arise? I mean, and was so it like, so like stuff delayed, or... delayed in feedback timing? Um, there'd be like, or there could be delays in, in, um, maybe, maybe an account wants to change something like, uh, and the change at the factory level is not something that the factory has the materials on hand. So the factory now has to source new materials and depending on how late in the process it is, if the factory has already sourced a significant number of materials, uh, is there some sort of negotiation that has to go on before that can go forward? Just, you know, do we need approvals to make it like, you know, like, so like going that deep in the situation, I'm not there. That's a product developer that's doing that. But I, like, I still need to be aware of like what, what the kind of potentials are because again, like I'm in those meetings with the developers, but I'm kind of just like listening. And then I'm also in those meetings, like with the accounts and I'm also just kind of like listening but I also have to be able to like say to them like, no, 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 no. Like you can't make a change now at this point. But like, I also have to wait for somebody like to tee it up to me. And like, again, that's like a learning process, right? Like when you learn how to do that and like, I definitely like stumbled through some stuff, but like, <laughs> like I learned. <laughs> of course. Did, um, uh, well, through all that, since you had to deal with, I imagine you dealt with some stores directly, like how, how accommodating would New Balance try to be? Were they, was it something where New Balance wanted to meet or was it, was it a thing where New Balance also had, I guess, their side they needed to get done? I guess how much, how much rigidity was there in that process, I guess would be the question. So that's a really good question. And it's, and it's like a, it's not like a super simple answer. So I'll, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So there's like such a wide variety of call them like interfaces between like accounts and the brand. And so my, my role was global, which is, which is to say that like 
I had product that was being released in all regions around the globe. So North America, Europe. So like my regions were North America, the regions are North America, Europe, Middle East, Africa, uh, Asia Pacific, Japan. And so like that, it includes China, it includes Japan, it includes Korea, it includes all Europe. Um, and they're like teams over there. So like my like project and I did, so I did like the majority of lifestyle footwear is what I, is my role. Well, there was another guy who worked with me who did the performance footwear and did uh, a good bulk of the lifestyle footwear as well. He did like, he had certain accounts and certain bigger accounts. Um, but I did like almost exclusively lifestyle footwear. And so like, I totally lost track. What was the question again? <laughs> how, 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 how rigid was the... Um, uh, oh, the interface. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so in each region, it's a little bit different. Yeah. And so, like, without going into this, the different strategies and strategic, like, reasoning behind each region, sometimes I will say that, like, I think I think it's good to think of it, like, at that kind of regional level. And I think that... In my experience that I had, the interface is like really awesome. Like the, the boots on the ground are like working with the accounts and are like talking to them and are like, they like want the accounts to win too. And, and that was like, that was my experience certainly at the global level. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't get to get to like the point of having much experience with like accounts in North America. Um, I think it's the same way. I just, I just can't speak to it. Uh, but globally, it's, it's really remarkable. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of guys who are, who are fellow sneakerheads and like, you know, like long time collectors and like really, really are just like part of the culture and have like just been like long time stalwarts given back to the culture and like all, you know, just, you know what I mean? Just like, Pro, pro sneaker, pro culture, pro just like growth all around. And like, and, and I think that's one of the reasons you can see some of these just like, just dope projects that will like land and maybe go under the radar. And like, like I said, there's like so many reasons that they can go under the radar. It's like, ah, shit, there was a delay at the port and like they, the launch just like can't be done now. So like, okay, they're going to like launch them, but like, we don't really have any assets to put behind it. So like, mm. What was a few of your uh, couple of favorite products that you worked on personally? Um, let's see. So, like, I think I I love working. I, the, there was the uh, Atmos three two seven real trees were were great. I had a few like my personal favorites. I don't know if they've been like released. So there was like. Uh, you know what i like i don't even check the market like that religiously anymore so like i don't even know if they're out or not but like so i worked so i did get to write the brief for like a few like individual styles that were like slated to be like larger volume shoes to like fill like a pretty targeted need and so like those those were the ones that i really loved where like i really got to like sit down and like look at the market and like okay this is what this shoe is trying to do like who and like that and then like that's when i realized that like like man i i fucking love product like this is what i want to do because i'm like all right who am i building like who's gonna wear this shoe because like every time i looked at a shoe every fucking time i got a sample in first thought 
first thought, who the fuck is going to wear this shoe? Period. And like, as long as you have someone in mind, like that could be like a 928. You know what I mean? Like you, you pull out the 928 and you're like, okay, who's going to wear this shoe? Okay. Like you think of that consumer and then you look at the shoe and you're like, okay, well, there's like a little scratch there. So that like probably doesn't matter. They don't really, that consumer doesn't really care about it. Or like, you know, like this leather's probably a little heavy and you know, like whatever, I don't know. I don't work on walking shoes. I don't know what the parameters are to go into walking shoes, but like. Ugly. They got to be ugly. <laughs> bro, important. bro, I had a pair of like, I want to say they're like 857 that like that I found in the Lawrence factory store that were like a women's size 13 that had like the cut out back, you know, they were like the slip ons. Oh, what? In white. Oh my God, bro. I was like, oh, they were like my COVID slippers. They were like beautiful. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> they kept my gait right. <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> Line up yeah, your head. Seven mule. They're they're around here somewhere, man. They, yeah, I got them for like thirteen. But I was, you know, like I was working in Lawrence, and I went down to the factory. Like that, like there was there was something that was like, well, that was so cool. Like working in the retail store, like gave me this appreciation for like the process of like sneaker boxes. So like again, I'm a sneaker lover, man. So like I just want to like see all the sneakers, and I want to like be around them and I'm like so like being in a stock room where there's just like boxes and boxes and boxes of sneakers i'm like yeah yeah this is this is amazing it's like it gave me it gave me a it gave me like that love for it you know what i mean i'm like reinforced it i hear you man. oh yeah so let's uh let's switch gears then towards uh you know anything what's exciting that's coming up right now that you're looking forward to whether that be we've seen the nice uh ald 991 commercial uh, Jones are set to release tomorrow. So yeah, there's something, it was a slow month, but it seems like things are about to start picking up now. So is there anything that's strictly on your radar that you really want to have? So both of those things that you say are just like, they're, they're gorgeous. The Jones shoes are just gorgeous. They're, it's like, I have zero shot again. You know what I mean? I don't even want to be that happy about them. I'm just like, all right, fuck. Like, so like the thing is, so like the the collaborations desk internally, it was like around the corner for me. So like, I took so many laps, and especially during COVID, like most people were in the building towards the end, and I was just like, fucking man, I want to be in there. Like, I, I need to be around product, and I just like go in there and just like stare longingly at them. Like, no, I'm never gonna get those, son of a bitch. <laughs> but like, yeah, so like those, obviously. Um, and then the ALD, man, everything Teddy does is, is uh, yes. it's just like, it's so thoughtful. And, and uh, you know, like, you know, I was fortunate enough to get to work with him on some of the 550 projects and just like do some of the archival background for that. And, and, uh, and, and it was a blast and it was, and it's just, I really, I really like his product. I like what ALD does. I just like his approach to product. I like his approach to, 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 to like how he talks through his product. I really like. Um, so yeah, those, the dude, the sneakers and stuff, nine, nine ones. Holy shit. You, you like both of those? The only, the only reason why I was shying away from them is because of the non, the no mesh box, the toe box. Oh yeah. 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 The preparation yeah so rate. it's just that I've owned so many like that, that it's just not for me. Yeah. Like, like, like it, told, they look good, and then I just know once I get them and put them on foot, it's just something about it just isn't for me. 
Yeah, man. I'm still over the moon about him. <laughs> any colorway you like better than I respect over the moon about him. I think they're beautiful, man. I want those blue and yellow joints. They're fucking oh. the the black so the black, the white and gray ones. Is that what they are? It's like a cream. Yeah. I don't know, Sam. Um, like I'm I'm sure it's the exact right color. Like Sam Pierce does is the uh I don't know if this is right. I think he's creative design manager out there in the UK and he's like brilliant and he's like his designs are incredible and his his work is incredible but he's also like he's like an he's like a he's a sneaker nerd he's an archival nerd too and he's like and he loves that shit and he works it all into it you look at all the hang tags on the uk stuff and it's just like it's another level man it's so good it's so good and it's like so like anytime i see stuff coming out of out of there i definitely get super super excited teddy stuff i'm, I'm very excited about um i try to like between being so ahead of the market as as a product, like when you work in product, you're, you're so far ahead of the market in terms of like what's landing. It's like it was like hard to be a consumer. So like between being so far ahead of it and between like knowing that like the release of stuff is to a certain extent like somewhat random for like and it's gonna be for like a while. Like the the cadence of things is gonna be like tricky just because like products is gonna trickle in and like then like what's available to build is just going to be like, that's what's available to build. So it's going to be like a little bit more. I, I feel like a little bit more like, um, I'm like, I'm like hopeful. So that's cause I think there's going to be some like pockets of cool shit that like not everybody knows about that. Like you can find. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm excited to be a consumer again, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. So the, then there's, there's, there's like, like I said, the projects that I worked on, I'm excited to see if they hit. Um, there's a pair of 2002s. There's a pair of like, I think a few of the other ones are like 574 Ruggeds and the 574 those, that have already. My sister got a pair of those, the 574 Ruggeds, and they look, they're really clean. Yeah. And then, of course, everything they're doing with the 2002s is just that. Uh, yeah. what, what is that? What is you the higher learning pack? Basically, yeah. I like everything besides the green one in that pack. I think they're all freaking gorgeous. The, the one that looks like the 1300 Mob Souls. Uh, yeah, I mean. There's, there's the thirteen. It's a great fucking shoe. Um, Plus, you know, I love uh, the. Fi- I love- go ahead. What, what do you guys think of seven twenty five and the five thirty? Uh, I've been looking at it. Uh, I've been looking at the seven twenty five a lot more and more and more, but I, I haven't pulled the trigger on any yet, and I probably won't. But yeah, yeah. There is definitely something about it uh, that is definitely drawing me in on some level. If the laces for some reason are weird to me, I don't know if that makes sense to either one of you guys, but I don't. Like yeah, them. man, pairs of them and the laces are weird to me too. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a good call. Oh right, yeah, the, I looking at them and I zoom it in and like the I just don't like the way the laces sit on them. You got to style them like a like a uh, you know how I used to style like fatty skate shoes from the nineties where they yeah. you it's like all puffed up and it's like. Is the the laces are like just to the end and like if the shoe is right and like the laces don't continue to go through otherwise you gotta like tie a knot at the end so it doesn't pop that like yeah there's no like real other way to lace them that's a good call on the laces yeah so but uh yeah i mean if we if you swap out the lace or something but the the profile of the, of the on their own it looks a lot of colorways look good to me and then what was the other shoe you said the 530 yeah 530 yeah, I mean, um, I love seeing that shoe styled by some of those Korean guys with their baggy ass clothes and everything. Uh, Dude, they those make guys. 
they make they they make a ton of shit look cool, but they make that shoe look uh, look really cool too. Yeah, dude, they could make a fucking paper box look cool. Those guys are. They awesome. really do. Like, I don't know. Like, I got. Like, damn, like, I want to dress like these dudes, man. It's fucking sick. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, man, there there were towards the end. I did get to sit in like a few meetings with like some of the guys from Korea, kind of like talking about their like market analysis and what it is, and it's like awe-inspiring man it's like it's like from like a creative perspective it's just like oh my god look at that market segmentation and look at that action oh they're they're just they said it was there and they fucking went off oh, it's fucking beautiful and it's like yeah it, it like dude man there's like there's a lot of like really fucking talented people in this world so it's yeah. it's pretty cool a ton of talented people not uh -huh. and, and Really, in, beyond talent, amazing people, just like people who are like good, and like whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it was it's cool. But, like, um, and Korea, fucking on one, man. <laughs> but jumping from Korea to Japan, I've been. I was really pissed about that. Uh, those beams V fives that dropped, like Japan exclusive. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So tell what? Well, which one? Uh, they they look like. They look like the steel, like? steel blue colorway V5. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And they're absolutely gorgeous. And V5 is one of my favorite sneakers. And I've been dying for them to make, like, cool colorways for that shoe because I feel like it's a slept-on model. They haven't mm -hmm. really shown it a ton of love, like the 993, up until this year. They finally started doing stuff with. So, like, I really wanted that shoe bad. And it just seemed like it went right under the rug. And I haven't heard yeah, yeah. about it. Damn. You know what? I, I remember seeing a picture of it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, I don't know much. It's a, it's a, trying to think. So Beams is like a high level account. So that that would like, you know, I take it back. There's like, I did some like United Arrows and Beam stuff. Hmm. Yeah, no, but like most of the made stuff, the made stuff didn't come through me. No. No. That was, they had their own team. Like we talked and interfaced and, but they, the, the made, go-to-market process and like build process and, and all of that is so unique and, and different from the well, building a shoe overseas that it's uh it has its own team for everything so that's interesting so uh, all the shoes that you worked on just so happen to be non-made shoes all the collab yeah. like oh okay i didn't know that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah so the made the made team has its own kind of like resources for every single function just because the each of those functions are so nuanced are are just like different like building a product in the u.s is uh uh is a lot different than building it overseas interesting so you would say probably like what the most popular model you worked on was probably the 2002 yeah, I'm, well, five, I mean, like five fifty, five fifty. I worked on like so many. So, like, I work. If it's like not a made in USA model, I think I probably worked on it. Like, literally, almost every single one. Like crazy one. So, like, my, so like my favorite personal model that I worked on. Like, I did some like. I'm like a nerd. So I did like some eight, I did some CM eight, seven, eights and I did some like, I did some like MRT five eighties and like, they get like, I got to like, I did some like 
MT, I, they're like, they're not like 580s with like the roll bar in them, but like I did some 580s that are just like, they got canceled. They got like X-Nade right away that are like <laughs> so fucking dope. They're like uh, uh, the 997 Sport Bodega No Bad Days yeah. colorways yes. on, on 580s. Just like take the colorway and transplant it directly on them. And like, I think I was like early on in my days, like I did something that like later on, I would have been like, you know better. But like Japan, someone in Japan tried to get it by me. And I was like, fuck yes, we're doing these. And so like, I, I was like, yeah, we're good to go to sample. We're good to go to sample, do it. And like the sample came in and, and someone was like, you should probably run those by Joe and the collab team. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like hard no. Uh, <laughs> damn. I was like, yes, I understand. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, at least you got yours. Uh, yeah, man. So, I, yeah, I have one of the pairs. I, one of, I told you got to get over. I got to, like, you want the other pair, man, and I'll give them to you. I, wanna, I got a, a good buddy who's also a nine and a half, and he came by and walked out with a, a bag full of samples that had already released that now I can give away. Yeah, you, got like, me, you got me all excited over here, man. Bro, if you give me if you give me like thirty seconds, not even, I'm gonna run in the other room and grab muscle. Well, hey, go get him because you know what's gonna happen is this is we're about to drop right now. This is about to end in like thirty seconds, so I'll end this and we'll upload and we'll go one more time again, and then I'll try and you know cut a, cut us off about fifteen to twenty minutes in. All right. Oh, he already ran. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> he fucking ran. All right, you can so, throw a commercial for like Warby Parker in the middle yeah. or something. So this episode was brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. America <laughs> runs on Dunkin's. Are we gonna get screwed for that? <laughs> no, no, they'll be fine with that. Don't worry. That's free advertising. Yeah, they're fine. Oh, those are sick. But yo, Greg, I'm not seeing. Oh, here we go. Greg, we're about to get we're about to get booted, so I got to. Oh, I got to resend another link. All right, word. But, yeah, those look sick. I can't wait to see them in a second. I definitely want to see those, too. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I think we're talking about shoes. <laughs> um, no, but upcoming – it doesn't. nobody gives a shit, do they, really? <laughs> yeah. The way you're talking about stuff, I'm they just about. Love, we, they love New Balance like we love New Balance, and they'll just be like, I don't know what happened here, I, but – I have like additions to to two of my answers. So like shoes, I was most excited about okay. like working on. to that. I got to work on some sixteen hundreds and seventeen hundreds oh, with yeah. with Jan. Wait, so seventeen hundred is a made in USA shoe though. No, no, but like there's like a long history of made in, made in Asia or made over non made in US sixteen hundreds. Uh, 1700s. There used there's some history 1500s, but not as much. But like 1600s, especially. There's like a pretty, like long. So this long history. So like, this is one I got to work on. That was oh, like, I have that. Oh, I fucking go. I yeah. fucking love those. I, you worked on those? Yeah. Well, so I thought those I were going to be way bigger than what they I want, were. I want to be 100 clear about this. So yes, I 100 worked on those. My work with Japan was I was I was something of an interface. Like those guys have like their NB Japan. Those guys are like on another level. Those guys are like so fucking good. Uh, and it's like they have they are like they know their market so well. So like, dude, like. There's nobody better than NB in Japan. Like NB's the coolest fucking brand over there. They're like 
Number they're, one, period. They're as, as big as they are here in the States, they've been even bigger over there for twice, well, three times as long. Dude, they're like a legit established, like borderline, like luxury brand over there. And like the, the collabs they do are like so, and so like their attention to detail and process reflects that achievement. And it is like, I learned more from just keeping my ears open and taking fastidious notes when those guys talked. Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> those guys are so good and so like i when i was on those projects i was basically like their interface with the u.s i just had to like make sure like everything is right so like i had no design i didn't have like much i didn't have any design say like i gave my feedback because like whatever like these are these are dope i can't wait to get these like sorry I, i'm not gonna filter that out like in my emails i can <laughs> like, let, let people let people know what you're holding they're not gonna see them oh yeah no one can sorry. i always forget that too <laughs> so these are these are a 1600 that is uh they were done they were i think they were recently released uh a 1600 and they were done kind of in homage to like uh a custom 1600 uh, that was done for just for kicks, like early 2000s, maybe mid 2000s. Yeah. Just and for feet. Back, yeah. Yeah. And they were made, I think those were made in the U S and back then, like that you could accounts could get like, if they were important enough or like whatever, for whatever reason, I'm sure there was a litany of reasons uh, could get the shoes customized. And so they got their name written on the back in this really like dope gold, like clean, uh, like lettering and so like to, to pay homage what they did is just for the fit and so like this is the final iteration I think I want to say they went through at least two rounds uh, I would imagine there was probably a few more but I was only aware of two <laughs> two rounds uh, and uh, I say that lovingly because like if that's if it's like we were always being told we were always you know it's always like a goal to try to reduce the number of samples that you do however in the back of my mind i like i'm also you want to weigh that against like how hard do i want to push like i know that these guys know their market i know that if they feel they need this the extra samples that's probably what they're going to need like like the results kind of justify like a little bit of leniency like if they need extra samples anyway uh, so, and they have like this limited edition gold on the toe and like, so they, and they, they like the attention to detail that they paid to like making sure everything was right, both for the shoe to the market, as well as like for, to like the history of the shoe. And like, it was, it's just remarkable. And it, it was like, it was so, so cool. And, uh, and then I got to work on some 1700s too. And like, I, for whatever reason, I could never friggin' get my hands on 1700s. And uh, getting to work on them, I was like, I don't care. I'm wearing these. And luckily, they, they were like a little big. So, like, I'm rocking them and they're so fucking dope. Yeah, those are always a uh, model to get. But that, that's what I was going to say. Those, <clears throat> as soon as somebody showed me that shoe, is exactly what I thought of was that Japan exclusive 1700 and almost the yes. identical color. And I always wanted that shoe and could never get it. And I was like, fuck that. I'm 1000% getting this uh, 1600. And, um, it was in a site, Kovachard, uh, I forget what it, the site was called, but it was all in Japanese. Kovernaut. What is it? Kovernaut, C-O-V-E-R-N-A-T. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 Maybe. It all in Japanese. And the kid gotta, to me had to like, uh, he was like, let me help you. And he freaking got it all squared away from me. But yeah. Heck, 
Absolutely. And I, and then, I mean, it wasn't even and at the time of, of me getting that shoe, I thought it was going to be a hard shoe to attain and nobody really even gives a damn about it. It's the wildest thing, dude. I would be sitting there seeing, so you're so spot on. Like, but the thing is like the people who give a damn about it, dude, they fucking give a damn about right, it. Right, I mean, right, like, right. It's so hard. It's so hard you know to judge I mean? the, the masses of what they want. But like, obviously the shit that we want, like it, it's, yep. it's different. The shit, yeah, like, man. Like nobody, like, like we still love like nine nine eights, fifteen hundreds. Like those are like our bread and butter. And I feel like the both of the, like people definitely love those models, but it's all like nine nineties and nine nine twos now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like, I like all those to be honest. <laughs> well, that's the thing when you say like the public loves X Y Z model, it's because that's what we're given at a time. If True. the nine nine eight was in the limelight, then it could replace the nine nine two. I mean, there are just so many options that New Balance has to pick something at the end of the day. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. There, it's there's such a diverse catalog of like. I, I mean, like, I, I, I could get, I could literally grab a catalog and give you like a dozen models that could Dude. be dope. But like, yes. you know what I mean? And like, I was th- just like, what, what does he have in his hand that he's putting away? And like, <laughs> they just, they just got to pick it and like, and and make sure that like each one's impactful. And I think that that's like, those are the that's that that those are the shoes that like really resonate, right? Like the ones like that that are like so thoughtful. You know what I mean? Like. Every, like, everything is thought through, and I'm showing the 1600 for those of you who can't see it. Um, like, th- those, I mean, they're, they're truly impactful shoes. Do you know what I mean? Like, it makes Dude, that like, shoe walk, is fucking those shoes. Fire. You walk around in those shoes. Holding, the shoe you hold in your hand right now is fucking fire. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to see <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one I, I keep, I keep trying to like, in, I keep, I keep, uh, I keep trying to say that one other thing I want to say that's like, well, the, you asked if there's something I was excited about. And so like, this is, this is something I'm excited about. And I'm probably, I'm probably not supposed to like show it, but I don't really care. Cause it's, well, no one's going to see it, but us. Oh, perfect. So it's the 1906. That, oh, thing, is, that thing is unbelievable. So it is, uh, it is such a dope shoe and i was like fortunate enough to be a part of the project like kind of in 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 a in a way like i could try to explain my interface with this project but like any of my other projects i would say it and it would be so fucking convoluted and you'd be like wait what huh that's like how what what and i'd be like just like i was on the project so like i I was on the project and like it's being it's being developed and built kind of like brought to market overseas in Japan and it's like or like those guys are kind of spearheading it at least they were when I left I don't know shit changes but it's so dope it has the uh Dude, it's amazing it has the is it 860 v2 too god I'm, I'm out of I'm like I'm out of it it's this 860 v2 tooling and uh and then it it's a new it's the new upper so there's like a, there was a shoe called the 1906 yeah, the it MR was the MR 1906. The MR 1906, exactly. And so it's like a, it's kind of an approximation of that upper. It's basically the same thing. Um, but like built out in like just like dope materials. And so this execution that I'm showing you is like fire. It's, it's like, it's leather mesh. It's white. It's creams. It's grays. It's like grays. And it's like, so the 1906 had like the N lock N, which is like the laced N that's kind of like this kind of feature where where it's kind of like a 
a support strap anchored into the saddle of the shoe that like runs through the end. So you kind of have like this like functional piece that also functions to be the end. Just like, it's, it's like, it's cool, man. And it, it's, uh, like in lock at the, at when it first came out, I mean, that was like high tech, you know, locked down the midfoot, secured it. The laces ran through the loop. So you can adjust that midfoot saddle, like you're saying. And that's why the new balance shoes weren't as sleek as they could have been. They were definitely more bulbous, a wider fit. The new balance yeah. at the time had to find a way to uh, really, uh, I mean, it's a cheat in a sense, you know, finding a way to make it work for all feet. So the bigger feet, maybe they wouldn't, you know, tighten it up as much. The, Lower volume foot, they needed that end lock to secure it where the shoe just was too wide for them. The platform or whatever, the upper was too wide. So, Dude, back, when I was, back when yeah. I was managing a New Balance store in like 07 through 09, that was like the tech we could talk about when the shore laces, which is kind of funny. It's just laces. That was like high tech. <laughs> Nobody was yeah, doing like laces. Bubbly laces, right? We, you know, we're like, yeah, man. Love those. And we didn't sell the same, like the replacement laces like that people would buy weren't nearly as nice. It was an unfortunate it's, thing. I think I, it's, I love that concept. It's a brilliant concept. I, I tie my shoes once and then that's it. Me like too. I lace them time and then they're on off. If I'm retying my shoes, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> we, were, we were just talking about that the other day, Eric, with, with, uh, with Ron saying how we just yep. slip on, slip off, freaking. But um, yeah. Unfortunately, I think we got to wrap things up. All right, word. Um, well, yeah. So the 906 I'm excited about because I think it plays. I think the 2002 is one of my favorites. It's like it's just such a cool model. You can do a lot with it. It's an easy model to wear. It's like the models that like really did it for me are models that can be actively styled and like you can style the 2002. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, and it's not like overly prohibitively expensive either that you could get like two or three pairs of them like that are dope pairs that would have like enduring like style for years that you could style multiple different ways. And so like, that's, that's why like, I, I like, I love this, the, the 16, the 1906. It's like, it, it has those qualities, right? Like that, like, you can build an outfit around that shoe and like want to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo, this shoe dope. I want to build an outfit that highlights this shoe or like that this shoe makes or that, you know what I mean? Like for whatever reason. And like, I think, I think the 2002 does that. I think that to your point, I think you mentioned earlier the 580. I think 580 does that. For sure. Has the, still. Anyway, so we got to wrap and I talked babbled on. <laughs> Uh, no, we, I think we got. I think we got a good. I think we got a good hour worth of stuff here. So, yeah, man, that's good enough for me. Eric, you want to add anything? I mean, geez, I'm I'm stoked you're able to come aboard. We've we've definitely yeah. wanted to have somebody who could give us a little insight into the the product development and things that go on. And I know we just scratched the surface because uh, there's so yeah, much. We gotta to we gotta have you come back on, dude. Dude, I'd love to. I'd love to. It's been, it's been hard because I'm not in it anymore, but like the further away I am from it, the more I like real, remember, I really do love talking about this stuff. So like, it's, it's great to be on and of course I'd love to be on again. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for joining us and thank you for everyone. Sorry. You know, we had a pretty long break there. Maybe this episode might actually even come out before our episode with Dave, which is funny, but, um, Thank you for everybody and uh, till next time.